Welcome to the podcast series, Animated Living, where we help you to live out the best version of you, the most animated version of you. I'm Ian Freestone, and I'm your host. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to episode number three. I have together with me today, Nikki Stanford, who is a stylist and declutterer. And for many, many years, she had her business with 34 employees and she sold it off. And a few years ago, she started another business um, majoring on decluttering and helping people sort out their lives, how to use space, deal with their possessions. Nikki, it's great to have you with us because I've been looking at what it means to reset our lives. The theme has been Reset 2021. And so it's great to have you on the show. Thanks, Ian. Great to be here chatting with you. (laughs) Tell me, how did you get into decluttering? Did you just wake up one morning and say, Mm. I want to declutter? I think I've been decluttering since I was born. Seriously. I couldn't stop myself. Um, And then I sort of started doing it for friends and people would be in a bit of a mess and they'd call, hey, Rob, quick. And I just did it. Not as a business. I think I just did it naturally. I just enjoyed doing it. Mm. Um, And it wasn't really too much later in life that I realised that people actually have a need for this. Mm. And what I love to do, most people hate to do. Yes. So uh, if you love to do it, then you are onto a very good business (laughs) idea. I think it must be the first rule in business. You have to enjoy what you're doing. Because, uh, you know, it's so much a part of what you do and how you live. If you have a business that you don't enjoy, I can't see that being a great journey. Well, Nikki, you're going to have to inspire me because I am not a great (laughs) example of a declutter. In fact, I like collecting things. I have vinyl records. I have old books. uh, I have a lot of old stuff. I have a lot of old stuff. I probably so have I one like too it. many guitars and one too many surfboards. I'm not a natural, <laughs> what I would call a declutterer. I have to work at it and the space that I work in, I have to work at it to keep it neat. So tell me, what advice do you have for people like me for whom decluttering is not a natural thing? I guess it's not really about keeping it neat. It doesn't matter if you don't mind that your surfboards are all over the place but what i'm a big person for having a place for everything mm-hmm. so your surfboards and your guitars you no doubt know where they are but it's the little things in life it's the light bulbs it's your car keys it's i don't want you to line everything up and be completely anal about things but i do want you to know where things live mm-hmm. so that life I mean, how many times are you searching for a pair of scissors? You spend a lot of time looking for stuff. Mm -hmm. We all have too much stuff, but we spend a lot of time looking for the stuff we have. So I guess I'm I'm really wanting people to to think about creating a place for everything. You know that old saying, you know, everything in its place and a place for everything? It's just true. (laughs) So a big part of decluttering, I mean, people think decluttering, right, got to throw it all away. Not at all. Mm. The key to it all is organizing the things that you love and the things that you own mm-hmm. which let's face it you've worked hard for mm. and uh, and i think we're all very good at shopping aren't we 
Look at oh, it, yes. all arrives, you see delivery trucks arriving left, right and centre. Yes. I live in an apartment building and honestly, you can sit here all day and well, watch deliveries. Yeah, I bought a new face mask today because I was sure I had a face mask in the car when I set off to go downtown. And of course, I got downtown and I didn't have a face mask. The problem is you can't go into a retail shop without a face mask. So it makes it very difficult That's to right. buy a face mask. So now I've probably got three or four face masks. Uh, the last one cost me 10 bucks. So uh, if one isn't yeah. organised, it can end up costing you a bit of money too, can't it? Oh, totally. Uh, recently I was at a job sorting out an office with someone and she had nine staplers all in, all in the space of one little room, which was her office, mm. for the same reason that you're talking about. Yes. Every time, oh, I don't know where that is, buy another one. Uh -huh. Oh, I'm shopping. Oh, I'm in office works. Oh, I'll pick up a steak. I don't know where that one is. Nine. I mean, you know, this is crazy. What are we doing to ourselves, the world and the money? It's just all kind of dumb. And it's all because she didn't, when she first bought a stapler, go, okay, staplers live with rulers and rubbers in the top drawer. Yeah. Easy. So listen, yeah, 20, 2020 was an opportunity where people stayed home more than they did before. People were working from home when they weren't before. Uh, I imagine there was some decluttering going on for a lot of people. Is that your read of what was going on out there? Uh, what happened in 2020 and what do things look like going forward? I think 2020 was a great year for decluttering. We all had more time at home. So that meant two things really. One, we had more time and two, we were at home looking around thinking, hey, what's my space like? What am I doing here? And also we were trying to squeeze in a home office. Perhaps we had kids at home that were homeschooling. Um, so, you know, the whole space issue was prime concern. So we had to really have a good look at it. And I spent time with clients um, putting in a home desk, which sounds easy, just pop a desk in the corner of the lounge room. But it's kind of not that easy. Yeah. You had to have... Um, the things that go with it. And as that person sat at that desk, they'd look around and think, oh, what's, what's, in, what's in that wardrobe? What, what is that there for? And I think we all started to have a little bit of a look around yes. and see what we could do better perhaps, which uh -huh. was great and positive. And mm. 2021, I think, will go in the same direction mm. of people enjoying their home space. Mm. I mean, God, we work hard and we spend a lot of money on this home space. It's usually our biggest investment, whether it's a rental or a purchase. Yeah. And why not live with beautiful things? Yeah. And why not have them organised? Yeah. And why not use the good stuff? Yeah. Saying to people, you know, use the good stuff. Don't put it on the cupboard for, for best. Use it. Have fun. Create. Mm. Mm. I know I started doing a lot more cooking. I started being... Yeah, like cooking. Yeah being in the kitchen a lot more and looking at what was in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Seeing the blender that never gets used. Yeah, uh, it's a great time to go through your kitchen, look at those cupboards and really do look. If you haven't, you, if you're doing more cooking, <clears throat> sorry, and you haven't used your blender now, what's the point to it? Mm. You know, and I'm not a big thrower away or I'm a regifter. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we could have a, a two hour conversation on recycling, regifting, um, and creating less landfill. That's a whole new ballgame. Mm -hmm. But the thing is to get it out of your cupboards, where it goes, we'll, we can talk about later. But um, if you're not using something, 
and we all have limited space, put that something aside to create room for the things that you are using so you can find them and you don't have to go buy another one. Mm, yeah. And often people uh, are given boxes, aren't they? Well, be it photographs or whatever else, memorabilia from parents and grandparents. What's going on there? Yeah, and that's, that's really tricky. That's hardcore decluttering. When you've had, when you, you've inherited something, and so, you know, just by that act, someone's given you something and that, that, that no longer with you, you sort of think, oh, I have to treasure this. This has to be important. But the truth of the matter is we tend to put that box in the garage. Mm. Mm. That's not really important. So it's better to have two items from that box that you use than an entire box not being used in the storeroom or garage. Mm. Mm. So it's, it's really a matter for, for those difficult decluttering jobs is selection and choosing and not just keeping every possession that your mother owned because it was your mother's. Um, because honestly, you sort of think if, if she were in the room right now, she'd probably look at half of it and go, oh, goodness sake, you're that old rubbish. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. You have to be selective. Um, mm. It is all about the space that you have. If you have a massive, you know, 10-bedroom home, perhaps not an issue but not many of us do. Mm. Um, I know myself, just, just the simple process of having what I call a landing space, which is a little spot that you create, usually at the front door, which contains your keys, your handbag, a few little, like a face mask these days, an umbrella, um, things that you leave the house with. Yes. And, and having that little space... Um, keeping it neat and organised so that every time you come in and out of your home or yeah. your office, you could say um, that you carry these, that you have these things with you. Yes. And even that little simple act mm. creates a little bit of organisation mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day life so you're not running out the door, where are the keys? Oh, my God, where's the umbrella? And especially for kids, school bags. Mm -hmm. So they have their homework, the lunch boxes, the drink box, the hats, the you know, paraphernalia that kids need, all there, ready to roll. And that simple step. So for the person with the, the four-level house and 10 bedrooms and the person with the two-bedroom unit, they can all suffer from decluttering. The thought of uncluttering their world can be overwhelming. Where would you suggest people start? Is there an easy place start. to start? Well, I do start with that landing spot. You know, to, to create that little bit of space where your car keys and those important things goes, that, that's a start. Then I tend to start with something that's annoying you the most. Oh, yeah. And it could be the fact that every time you, you try and find a pair of shoes, you have to get down on the floor, which is where most of us keep shoes in the bottom of a cupboard, and find a matching set. Now, I think of that and I think, why would you do that to yourself? Mm-hmm. Just get in there. It takes 10 minutes. Take everything out, put it on the floor, reorganise and put them into pairs. Tick, done. Next yeah. time you come in and go, ping, off we go. Yeah. Um, little simple things like that. And, and I'm a big fan of doing it bit by bit. Mm. I'm not saying put aside a day because we don't have days. Mm. Put aside literally 15 minutes and do a drawer. Mm. Do a shelf in the bathroom cabinet. Organise your bath towels. Mm -hmm. and keep at it every mm. single day. Ten minutes and a day. gradually you'll see some change, literally, mm. literally. 
you know, you get up and you do, or you come home from work and whatever. And because we've had more delicious time at home, I think we've been appreciating our homes. Mm. And so why not have a beautiful folded shelf of towels? Yes. The next day, you know, do the beach towels, whatever, just something every mm. day to see that mm. your home is moving and changing mm. and reflecting the organised person that you are. Mm. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> it, it, I'm just thinking of some of the blockers. Um, I mean, it can be just mentally overwhelming for some people to even begin to start. But I, I think if what you're mm-hmm. saying is start with the thing that's annoying you most, spend ten yeah. minutes, spend ten minutes a day doing it, uh, and working towards where you want to be. Um, I imagine people would need help oftentimes with decluttering. There's, there's the the pathological issue of hoarding, and we can't really go there because that that is a clinical That's condition yeah. uh, that um, perhaps we can't help on, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there's just the regular cluttered world of so many of us. Uh, yeah, what about getting help with this? How does, say, something, the business that you provide, what, what do you do to help people in these situations? Okay, well, usually I, I start by having a chat and then I'll come over and we'll put aside three hours and we tend to make a plan, which is a great thing and a list. Okay, so the wardrobe's full because the boxes over here need to go there and those boxes need to go there. So we, we kind of wander around and make a plan. I'm also a big um, reorganiser of furniture. So why is your dining room table here a mile from the kitchen? Wouldn't that be easier to have this there? And we just wander around and have a look at the problems and the issues and the things that you're not happy with. Mm-hmm. And we start to sort of make light of things mm. to try and get boxes off the floor, to try and keep like with like and create a space for everything. Mm. We make lists. I'm a big list person. I have a lot of list. Okay. <laughs> and then I'll leave people with little bits of homework and then oh, yeah. it can be like that. Some people, I, some people, honestly, I have worked with for 10 years mm-hmm. and we will meet once a fortnight and we'll attack another little bit. Some people, after three hours, they go, yeah, right, got it. Mm-hmm. I can run with this. We've got a list. I'm going to clean that cupboard out there so the contents of the bookshelf could go in there. We'll get rid of the bookshelf because it's a mess. And, little bit. and they go, yeah, and we might speak. I might come back in a month or something and see how they're going. So I guess it's as, it's as much or as little help as you need. Yeah. But it is great to have a mentor, as you know, yes. someone that's following your journey, hate the word, but you know what I mean, um, to help you and inspire you. Yeah. And to give you a little pat on the back sometimes and say, wow, look what you did. Look at that shelf. Awesome. Mm. Now, what's next? Do you need to physically be there to deliver that service or do you provide something online? I think, uh, no, online I have a course. So I have an online um, 10 days to a decluttered home, which mm-hmm. can be, it's basically 10 steps to a decluttered home. Mm-hmm. And it goes through a lot of the tips and tricks Yes. Um, about how to physically do it. And, and we start really basically, okay, here is a drawer. What do I do with it? And then I tip it out and then I divide this into this and, you know, t- using rubber bands and using containers and little, little, little. 
So that's an online course mm -hmm. that, um, that you can buy through my website. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of my work is physically going to people's homes and helping them. And then that might be the start and then they might go on and do the course. Yes. So, or they've done the course, but they still have some problems that they just can't address. Maybe everyone's got a block. Mm. Oh, well, a lot of it's about having a more enjoyable life because I oh, would imagine, you know, when our life is so cluttered, our, it's hard for us to be creative. It's half, hard for us to make yeah. good decisions. It's hard for us to foster positive relationships if our environments are cluttered. And that could be something as simple as your email inbox that's got 3,000 yeah. messages, a 1,000 of which are unread because they're from promotions and forums and whatnot that you no longer are interested in. <laughs> So clearing yeah, exactly. your email inbox is a yeah. good place. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. You know, there's so many, yeah. There's mm. lots of tips and tricks to, to managing your inbox mm. and yeah, all sorts of tips and tricks for everything. I mean, even recipes. Mm. Um, as our technology is changing, recipes became a big problem for a lot of people. They had things they'd cut out of newspapers. They had an email that someone had sent them, a photograph they'd taken, of a, and then they had cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And all of it was becoming this big mash of what yeah, do we right. do with? So reorganizing the way that you manage a recipe mm. um, became an interesting thing to me. And I wrote a whole, you know, two-hour yeah. course on how to manage recipes because it has become a big thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there are lots of things. In inbox management is a huge thing. Yeah. And then we talk about um, estate management. I do a lot of work at the moment with some older people who are at nearing the end of their life and they're realizing that what's going to happen to all this stuff mm -hmm. and we're spending some time doing beautiful things like writing letters mm. to someone they love leaving them certain items yeah and i know this from from my my parents have both died one of them died quickly and it was a real mess there was no will my mother was so organised. She had beautiful letters in envelopes with the items that she was actually leaving this person already boxed. I mean, how beautiful. So it was a beautiful job for us, the executives, going to her friends, giving them the lovely box that she had wrapped with a handwritten note explaining what they meant to her and why these items of hers she thought they might like. Mm -hmm. How beautiful is that? Yeah. So right. I'm doing that with, with elderly people and we're talking about um, managing and little things like it doesn't you don't have to be elderly. Everyone needs a will. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, big will person and a big um, estates, uh, your possessions after you've died. So, yeah, I've, I've been doing that with, with some people too, which has been yeah. uh, really interesting. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I've dealt with a lot of deceased estates, but by then it's too late. You know, the skip comes. Mm. And everything goes in it. It's much nicer to be dealing with the person when they're still alive to sort of say that lovely painting. Oh, my son always liked that. Right. That goes to him. Mm -hmm. 2020 gave us an opportunity to look around and to say, really, do I need all this? How can I use this space better? I am spending a lot of time perhaps in my house. I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to take some steps to create a better world. Uh, starting with my own home, starting with my own drawer, my own my own wardrobe, my own garage. So if that's you, then uh, 
get in touch with Nikki at Life Without Strings. And if you need a coach in a more broader sense in your life and you'd like to connect with me, you can head across to myanimatedlife.com. And if it's decluttering you need, then as a coach, what I'll be doing is pointing you Nikki's way uh, because that's her specialty and I'll, I'll help you in other respects. But um, Nikki, it's been great chatting with you. Thanks so much for coming on our podcast um, and helping us all to reset 2021 and to move forward more organized, less clutter and more happy and productive lives. Thanks so much. Thank you.